0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Prime Investor Podcast. I am Vidya Bala and I am joined by my co-founder Shrikant Meenakshi. In this episode, we will discuss about the news over the last fortnight that includes the recent spike in inflation and India's journey to the moon. We also have a news that is important to us, buyout of online mutual fund platform Funds India by Westbridge. Let's look at the headlines first. Tata Group company Titan has bought over its remaining stake, which is 27.18% in jewelry arm Carat Lane for 4621 crore in cash. It bought, bought this from the founders. Uh, just to recollect, Carrot Lane is an unlisted private company engaged in the manufacture and sale of jewellery and is already a subsidiary of Titan. Titan now will own 98% of the company. What's interesting is that Carrot Lane has a turnover of about 2,177 crore and this values the uh, company at 7.8 times its FI23 sales, taking the total valuation to a whopping 17,000 crore. You would think that's a lot and the markets also seem to think that. If you noticed, the stock did not react too positively to this remaining uh, buyout of stake and uh, analysts expect the deal to be a bit earnings dilutive in the near term. But they still do place faith in this uh, group's likely domination in the e-commerce jewellery space. As is the case with many e-commerce businesses, you can see that large players, large brands like Tata, Birla, etc. are now in a consolidation phase, buying out some of these smaller e-commerce but niche players. And uh, Tata did, did that some time ago and is now consolidating its position next is the inflation really retail inflation has once again uh, breached the reserve bank's comfort zone and it has surged to a 15 month high of 7.4 percent in july uh this was mainly on account of uh, food prices uh, and uh, you know the consumer price inflation stood at 4.8 in june 2023 so that makes this a sharp spike and it was 6.7 a year ago so, from 6.7 a year ago uh, there has been steady efforts to contain inflation but for the sudden uh, spike in food prices as we have seen in the past few months uh, also this is also much higher than the expected 6.6 and the yields have not reacted uh, you know uh, very well yields 10 year government yields have spiked, and uh, as we speak it was at 7.2 percent uh, which is quite high considering that uh, the market was expecting a consolidation in rate and probably a cut now there seem to be worries in the market about the possibility of any near term rate, rate cut happening the stock markets too have not been too happy if you see that there's actually been a fall in the past 1 month in the nifty so there seems to be a kind of cautious uh, watch and mode watch and wait uh, you know uh, mode right now another news that's been doing the rounds um, in the past few months has been uh, influencers, their ability to significantly influence investors and um, and in some instances also miss sell So, when uh, much debate was going on about this topic, the Advertising Standards Council of India has actually tightened its guidelines now for uh, financial social media influencers. Uh, it has uh, gone on to say that they now need to be registered with the Securities Exchange Board of India which is the CB. And uh, uh, they need to prominently display their registration number alongside their name and qualifications. It will be interesting to see what sort of registration they are going to have, um, you know, whether it's going to be, uh, you know, as an advisor or as a research analyst or is there going to be any separate category. And uh, the ACI has also gone ahead and said that they should also do uh, some kind of uh, licensing with the IRDA if they are going to discuss about insurance products or they should be a qualified chartered accountant or a company secretary and so on. They believe all this, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, adherence would be uh, necessary and disclosures have to be uh, made from time to time. So, this is interesting, isn't it, Srikanth? that uh, after much debate, uh, we thought that, uh, you know, uh, probably the regulatory authorities like SEBI or RBI will, uh, you know, kind of uh, come um, down on this category, but it looks like the Advertising Council too is taking some action.
1: Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's rather proactive of the advertising council, advertisement council to do this. Um, they have also come with a recent announcement uh, saying that you know even if you put a referral link, if the fin- if influencer puts a referral link in their uh, you know whatever media output they have, that would also count uh, come under the ambit of this particular regulation. I have two observations in this regard and uh, one is that, you know, this should have happened, uh, I mean, FinFluencers are not new. They've been around for like four, or five years now. Uh, uh, if I remember right, I mean, there are online uh, investment platforms that have been using finfluencers for quite a long time. This should have happened at least a year or two uh, ago, but better late than never, and like you rightly said, it's not uh, just ask his job. It's primarily the, you know, financial regulators job who have been talking about it, but not doing much about it. Uh, so that's the first observation. And the second observation is, uh, might sound a little harsh, but, uh, in my opinion, that's the truth. Finfluencers have had, a outsized and uh, unregulated influence over the behavior of investors in the country. And the fault for this lies both on the Finfluencers, you know, there have been many poor products, unvetted products that have been pumped and dumped by uh, Finfluencers. The fault also lies with the financial consumers. Financial consumers want to, uh, we have observed this with you, uh, want to treat financial investments and financial activity as some kind of uh, entertainment or uh, for its for its thrill seeking gambling kind of a value and when you have that kind of a consumer base uh it is natural that the kind of uh, you know media output that comes out of the market caters to that expectation of the consumer i hope consumers also tone their uh, expectations to 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 absorb more serious matter i mean prime minister is a platform that provides that does serious research and provides serious output and uh,
0: and we are regulated
1: and we are completely regulated uh, so you know if the customers move towards getting more serious about their investments this problem will be more fully solved than just by the regulations that we are seeing right now
0: yes and uh, we do hope that you know these kind of tightening of regulations also acts as a caution for investors who trusted uh, finfluencers completely the government's effort to make electronic manufacturing local may be just beginning to yield results. Apple supplier Foxconn is beginning production of the iPhone 15 in India as the company moves forward with its effort to diversify manufacturing from China. As some of us may know, Foxconn uh, Sriperumbudur plant in Tamil Nadu is getting ready to deliver their new phones weeks after they began shipping from China-based factories. Apple has been aiming to diversify its supply chain as the dynamics between US and China continue to grow tense, and of course, it helps India as the Make in India is just getting bigger. Any thoughts on this, shrikant
1: Yeah, um, we we are uh, we should be glad about this, uh, but at the same time, we have to be pretty careful about this as well. Uh, this is this is big time. I mean. When you are saying that, you know, iPhone users in uh, US and uh, other parts of the world are going to be looking at made in India at the back, uh, you know, or, uh, you know, uh, put together in India in the the back. That's quite a big deal. I was reading some international coverage of this news. And I was sad. Uh, I was sad to see some commenters from the West. Saying that they were glad that they bought the iPhone, their iPhone just uh, you know a few months back. Oh wow, yeah, uh, it was uh, it was pretty sad, and that also you know that made me sad, but that also made me like oh my God, let's not. I hope we don't uh, you know nothing wrong happens with our with our manufacturing. Um, so I'm glad about this. We should be glad about this, but we should make sure that uh, you know the the quality standards are maintained. And uh, uh, because this is this is big time, big leagues right now. What they say as as they say in America, right? So we should be careful about this.
0: Yeah. Well, Srikant, the West may have its notions about India's capability in iPhone assembly, but can they refute our achievements in space technology?
1: Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, India is on the moon. So on Wednesday, August twenty third, Chandrayaan three spacecraft landed on the moon an event with the potential to unlock real economic benefits for India and for the globe as well. Chandrayaan-3 is the third lunar exploration mission by the Indian uh, Space Research Organization, ISRO. And India became the fourth country after the US, Russia and China to achieve a soft landing on the lunar surface. Just on a lighter side, uh, Shrikant, I read that the total cost of uh, Chandrayaan-3 was about 615 crore. And this is much lesser than the production cost of Hollywood movie Interstellar by uh, the famous director Christopher Nolan. And yes. the cost was about 1000 crore. How <laughs> do you have to I,
1: say? I, I, I have to, I have to, uh, you know, counter this. This is not a fair comparison. We went to the moon. Interstellar went beyond time and space and rescued Matt Damon from a distant planet outside the Milky Way galaxy. Okay, obviously that was done much cheaper than Archandreyan <laughs> mission. Anyways, uh, it's a great achievement. Indeed, it's a great achievement. And once again, uh, I was looking at international coverage of this uh, story. And, uh, you know, there were some, uh, you know, uh, uh, unfair things said about India's uh, social status and this and that and all that stuff. I didn't worry about all that. But one prominent aspect of international coverage of the story was how we succeeded where Russia failed uh, yeah. a few days uh, uh, before. That seems to have made the West much more happy than uh, India's success in isolation. Anyways, I'm glad, uh, you know, we are getting the recognition that uh, that our scientists are due and I'm sure this will uh, take us to higher and, you know, to, to, to better achievements.
0: Now let's turn our attention to a news item that matters to us as in bhavna Nai, which is the sale of Funds India. Funds India, an online mutual fund platform which offers investment options such as mutual fund stocks, insurance, deposits, among others, on August 22nd announced that private equity firm Westbridge Capital has picked a majority stake in the platform. As some of you uh, might know, uh, Shrikanth, Bhavna and I all work together at Funds India. And uh, Funds India was co-founded by Shrikanth and his partner Chandrasekhar. Uh, it has been a long journey uh, for you Shrikanth at mm-hmm. Funds India. Yep. And now that the chapter has kind of come to a closure, uh, can you f- uh, share some of the fond reminiscences you had there, perhaps as an early fintech entrepreneur?
1: Well, um, it was a great experience, and uh, you were right. Um, we were among the first, very first cohort of uh, fintech entrepreneurs in India, and definitely the first, uh, you know, standalone mutual fund platform uh, in India. That's uh, that's something that nobody can take us take from us, um, and that's something that I'll that I'll always be proud of. Um, it was, um, you know, it was a uh, even a even when we started the platform, we had some uh, pretty unique features in the platform, like allowing multiple, um, you know, people to have uh, mutual fund investments under a single login ID so that you could have all your family investments in one one login ID. And more importantly, you can segment your holdings into uh, portfolios, which is uh, in retrospect, I mean, given today, not many platforms do that. And so in retrospect, it was very forward thinking and, uh, uh and the way we combined advisory and platform benefits that was pretty unique and uh, first in the country as well uh, so there were many firsts that we achieved that i'm very uh, that i'm quite proud of that uh, what we did in funds india it has gone to i hope good hands and i hope the um, the legacy of uh, you know uh, customer centricity and uh, uh, strength of platform continues at funds india and continues to help a lot of uh, people
0: yes shrikant um, uh, apart from you know the benefits that he spoke let's uh, you know not forget that when funds india came uh, we never had any platform that was purely online for mutual funds you know it was part offline you had to fill forms but you'd be able to view something online so nothing was end to end online so that's where you know the biggest credit at that time uh, you know funds india created a change in the mutual fund uh, investing uh, you know segment i would say right Shrikant?
1: yeah it was a blue ocean opportunity and um, we did our best to you know uh, wait through that
0: yeah yeah i guess uh, we did many things right there but then we uh, being big proponents of direct plans now we did not offer direct plans way back then Khan.
1: that is true and i uh, you know a part of me wishes that we uh, had uh, but a couple of things about that uh, vidya and you can add more to it uh, is, uh, one is that even today i believe that you know a large there is a large segment of indian investment market investor market that uh, that need hand uh, handholding and that need advice and uh, that are not uh, willing to pay, you know, uh, separately for advice and, uh, you know, transactions, charging a transaction fee. Transactions fee are tending to zero in every part of financial uh, services. So it was difficult to do, but I wish we had tried harder uh, to get it done. Um, And uh, the the, the direct plan, You know, landscape has changed also between now and then.
0: Absolutely, Shrikanta. You know, just to add to uh, that, um, I think when um, direct plans came in and uh, the market was also, uh, you know, conducive overall for beating benchmarks. So, it didn't seem a big deal then. Uh, Cost didn't seem a big deal then. I mean, when a fund is able to outperform its benchmark by... 7 to 10 percentage points why would i worry about you know 75 bips or uh, maximum a percentage of cost it didn't matter if i had other conveniences of an advisor hand holding me doing all the uh, back-end work for me etc but i think things have changed significantly since then yeah uh in the past four five years it is increasingly clear that funds are struggling to beat their benchmarks, especially funds in the large cap space and the, you know, flexi cap and large cap oriented space. Uh, this is largely to do uh, with, you know, the index constitution and the index weights and also the fact that SEBI uh, started uh, bringing in uh, categories and uh, defining the universe in which mutual funds had to invest in. Yep right so um so they could only you know kind of try and beat benchmark within those limitations and that has certainly shrunk the margin of outperformance so i think direct plans uh, take um, you know a matter a lot more now because where you cannot see much outperformance you have to start saving on costs right so and that's exactly what uh, direct plans do for you and uh, you know um that's that's one of the driving uh, you know objectives for us uh, at prime investor So, Srikant, on that note, so after Funds India, uh, the three of us started Prime Investor. Yep. Um, So, what do you think were the main learnings you took from Funds India when we started Prime
1: Investor? One important learning um, that I took out of Funds India is that, you know, it might seem obvious when I state it, but uh, it's a a lesson that uh, as an entrepreneur you learn, uh, especially when you're trying to create a mass uh, platform investors, there are no two investors are like, you know, there is a very diverse population of uh, investors and investment requirements um, in the country. And you cannot create a platform. I see a lot of fintech platforms coming with like very narrow, uh, niche targeting, very narrow niche audiences and things like that. And I'm not a big proponent of that because you know, uh, it's not from a, from as I see it, it's not a viable business proposition, but anyways, uh, uh, good luck to them. But what I learned was if you are trying to build a broad platform, you have to address broad needs of a diverse uh, uh, set of uh, uh, customers. That is one thing. And the second thing is, um, this is something that Arati Krishnan, uh, uh, who is with us in Prime Investor, reminded uh, us in the very early days, uh, don't assume that people are just going to invest in mutual funds. They are just as investors are diverse, the products that they are interested in is also very diverse. And that is one important lesson that we brought in to Prime Investor. I mean, we were constrained in Funds India to be with a limited set of products uh, because we were a transaction platform. But being a research and recommendation platform at Prime Investor gives us the latitude and the freedom to delve into a lot more, uh, a, a larger variety of uh, products like uh, deposits and insurance and bonds and things like that, which is all uh, required for a, for an investor to build a complete portfolio. So the diversity of customers and the diversity of products requirements uh, from these customers, these were the two important lessons that uh, uh, I got, we got out of uh, uh, funds India. And anything else that you learned? I mean, I mean, you were uh, with us for like uh, seven, eight years in Funds India. So, you know, uh, what what did uh, uh, what did you get out of there in terms of, uh, you know, and what did you bring to Prime Investor? Right.
0: Uh, so, I think in terms of uh, research, uh, I think, I mean, uh, barring the fine-tuning that any researcher has to do constantly, we have not fundamentally changed in terms of the approach that we have, uh, you know, for mutual fund research. But I'm very happy to note that with stock research, we have made a very big strides uh, in terms of, um, you know, identifying uh, sector trends and also being able to enter it uh, them at an early stage. That has really, you know, kind of uh, sharpened um, uh, for us, and that came, uh, you know, with the vast interactions that we have had with uh, fund managers over the years at Funds India. And the other thing that Shrikanth mentioned about diversified products, you know that's one big learning that i carry from funds india that mutual funds are not infallible i mean towards um, uh, you know uh, last year of uh, uh, for uh, st- uh, stint in funds india we had this massive uh, fall in debt mutual funds triggered by il&fs and that was a real big learning as far as i am concerned and probably you know babna too because we have never seen that kind of unanticipated uh, Uh, Credit event transpiring and then there was DHFL, you know, these two back to back really kind of made us rethink about hedging an equity portfolio with just debt funds, you know, but debt funds, uh, you know, can have a lot of other unanticipated risks. The only way to reduce a risk in your portfolio is to add other products and that's one primary, you know, kind of a trigger for a Shrikanth to add deposits, Mm -hmm. even uh, as boring as it may sound. Uh, deposits and bonds, um, we even uh, kind of have a confidence level given in fixed deposits to ensure that you go with the right banks. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, also, like I said, we also uh, kind of realized the importance of having passive products, index funds and ETFs. Like I mentioned, you know, the outperformance of active funds was coming down and uh, at the time and we realized there was more need now than before. We became very cost-conscious, so we are big proponents of direct plans at, uh, you know, uh, Prime Investor. And also, we uh, kind of, uh, one thing that we learned was people want, at least new customers, new investors, want very clear answers. And, uh, you know, that kind of um, helped us build our MF uh, Review tool, which has now grown to our, uh, you know, Review Pro, where you actually get customized advice on what exactly is right or wrong with your portfolio. And whether your funds, the quality of funds, whether, you know, they are a buy, hold or a sell in our, um, you know, uh, research. And whether you hold too many funds or too less funds, do you hold funds with very high cost and so on. So, these are, const- these are constantly asked questions out there. And, you know, uh, we are very glad that at Prime Investor, we have been able to productize them rather than, you know, be answering, which is not feasible when you are kind of, uh, you know, uh, your uh, target audience is large so we have been uh, building products around all of these and uh, you know uh, essentially we have learned i mean at prime i mean at funds india uh, Shrikant taught us you know to understand customer expectations and those expectations i'm very glad um, you know we have understood better at prime investor to turn them into products and we continue to do so based on your feedback so i'm i'm so uh, glad that those learnings have helped us build products that will be very useful to investors who are looking to empower themselves um so if uh, some of you have not checked out our uh, portfolio review pro please uh, check them out and you will understand uh what how simple it can be for you now to uh, review your portfolio without having to you know run behind anybody for advice or you know uh, go behind your agent etc so just do try that out and on that note i think uh, We come to the close of uh, this episode and uh, happy investing. We'll be back soon.
1: Thank you, Vijay. Prime Investor Financial Research Private Limited with brand name primeinvestor.in is an independent research entity offering research services on personal finance products to customers. We are a SEBI registered research analyst with registration number INH, The discussions or recommendations, if any, made herein are an expression of views and or opinions and should not be deemed or construed to be advice for the purpose of purchase or sale of any security, nor a solicitation or offering on any investment or trading opportunity. Please make your own investment decisions based on your investment objective and financial position and using such independent advisors as you believe is necessary. Financial products discussed herein are subject to market risks. Read all scheme and security-related documents carefully before investing.